guest is a Panthers legend, one of the greatest tight ends in NFL history. Ladies and gentlemen, recurring guest, Wesley Walls. Wesley, is everything going for you? Hey, it's going great, Zach. I hope you're doing well. Thanks for having me on the show. I always Absolutely. look forward to talking with you. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. So how's your offseason going? What have you been doing with no football on on weekends? Well, uh, my golf game is, is, is getting better. Uh, I, I played a lot of golf. This uh, you know, COVID-19 uh, has allowed me more time outside, and I've taken advantage of it on the golf course. Now, what that's done, that's, raised, that's lowered my index from like a, a nine to a six, but I can't play to that. And so I've lost a lot of money gambling on the golf course. <laughs> so I'm ready, ready to get back to normal. I saw you say you went to the PGA today. I did. How uh, was that? Uh, oh, it was it was awesome. Went down uh, just uh, kind of on a whim and had a great time. And it's just uh, it was uh, I've got to play with the field before and a member uh, tournament, Wells Fargo Championship Pro Am, and uh, just. Just it was a special day to, to watch him accomplish what he was able to do this last weekend. Yeah, it was great. Do, do, do most people just follow around one or two golfers and kind of stick with them, or do people just kind of wander? You know, my my buddy and I, Coleman Collin, uh, I'm giving him a shout out from Memphis. I had invited him up to the member guest here at Quail Hollow. We decided that we got finished early, we'd go down and watch. So he he posted up on the 15 green and the 16 tee box, which it was a had a really good really good seat standing there. And I, and I stood with him a couple of hours and it was good to see the golfers up close and seeing the shots come in. The wind was howling. It was really hard, tough conditions. I mean, even though it was downwind, um, it was, it was hard for those guys to, to make a lot of birdies and, and for Phil to hang in there like he did at 50 years old, it was impressive. Very is impressive. It, is it as, is it as tight security as Augusta? I know Augusta, they take your phone and like, you can't, you can't really do much. Uh, you know, uh, I didn't have any problem. I, I didn't think a lot of, I saw a lot of people with their phones taking pictures and things like that. Now, of course, the end of it, uh, you, you know, people, the crowd, I think it's, a, this is happening in a lot of different places. People are so excited to be out in these events and they're, and they're having a great time. And when something like this happened, that's a special moment. I mean, it's history. I mean, and so they just busted through the, through the ropes and it, I don't, you'd have to have a, You'd have to have a lot of security to stop that crowd. They were they were determined to get get behind and support Phil. Yeah. If if Phil Mickelson can win a major at fifty, how long is Brady going to keep playing? <laughs> I think those guys. I don't know. There's just no end in sight. I mean, Tom Brady can play as long as he wants to. I think, and and Phil's going to be the same way. And I, that you know, that's she's got to give them credit. They take care of themselves or stay focused and. I played 15 years and I, I, you know, it's just hard to do that. It's really is hard to stay that focused on what you're doing. You've done it your whole life to be that competitive. You want to win that bad that you're still winning at the ages they are. It's incredible. Did, did you golf during your playing career, like on off days when you had free time? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't start playing golf to my college days, my junior, senior year in college. And, uh, during the season, I'd get out on Tuesdays if I could in the off season, I'd try to play in every little charity tournament that, that was around and to get better and, and uh, so it's uh, it's fun. I love the sport. It, it, I love to get out with your buddies. It's a great way to spend time. You got to trap for four hours. It's a great place to do business, really. You get, you get a client or somebody out there. What client's going to stay with you four hours unless you get them on a golf course? <laughs> Did you have any teammates that were so good at golf that if they were to give up football, they could easily make it under the majors? Yeah. Uh, Brian Kinchin was on our team at one time. He was the Panthers. Uh, uh, good tight end. He, he was a long snapper for several teams. He LSU guy, uh, 
uh, and uh, he he actually qualified for the U.S. Open. He he made it all the way to the to the uh, last qualifying round for the U.S. Open at one point. Uh, we had some other golfers, Steve Berline. We had a center, Frank Garcia. The guy, he was like a scratch golfer, and he's 320 pounds. It just was hard to believe he could hit it that straight, that big. Um, and at one point, we Chris Heatherton was another guy that we had on the team. Was scratch. He, he was a guy out of Yale. Full, played fullback for us. Played with the, the Raiders as well. We at one time, if we'd been playing golf on Sundays, we'd have a lot better record in the NFL that year. Do you think? I heard there's rumors they think Romo is good enough. Do you think he could potentially do play professional golf? Yeah, well, I just think there's there's it's just like stepping up from college to pros and then being a pro and stepping from a pro to a, a pro bowler or an all pro guy. It's just a little bit of difference. Um, and I, I don't know Tony that well. But I've watched him play on some of these tournaments and stuff, and he's a very very good player. Uh, but you know, I think it's a I think it's a that, that little leap from that one little step is pretty hard to get to. You got to be really good at it. Yeah. Um, and then I want to ask your thoughts on the NFL season. Obviously, Bucks won Super Bowl. I don't think anybody really saw that coming going to the playoffs. What were your thoughts on kind of their rise? And then it, it kind of it took them a little bit to get past Washington, but from there, it was smooth sailing. Yeah, that was uh, – I, I just enjoyed the NFL playoffs this year as much as I had in the last – maybe just because it felt like we are coming out of, the, out of the pandemic a little bit, and they had done such a great job all season of – controlling the players, just being safe on the field. We miss the fans. I miss being there with the fans. As a, as a fan, I miss being there as well. But to watch how competitive they were in those playoff games, it was awesome. It really was. And, and, and of course, you're pulling for Tom Brady and Gronkowski and those guys at Tampa Bay. They never won. They have won a Super Bowl, but it's been a long time, and they, and, and, and they really changed the whole that whole dynamic on that team. And then you got the young guns at Kansas City Chiefs, man. Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, all the all those guys, and, and it's just uh, it was a heck of a game. I didn't really think that they could do it, but I was pulling for Tom Brady and that Buccaneer team. And when I saw it, you could tell it was going to happen. I mean, it was incredible. What What do you think of Gronkowski? Like just all the surgeries he's had, like he's retired, come back. He's obviously now he's a back top tight end. What do you What do you just marvel when you see him out there? I do. I mean, I, I actually, when he first got into the league, I, I knew he was going to be a very, very good player. He's just so tough and competitive, and he, he's got really strong hands. When I say strong hands, he can catch a ball in a crowd, and then all he has to do is get a couple fingers on it. You're not going to get it out, out of his hands, and, and really good hand-to-eye coordination and great runner with the football. But when you take a year off, Zach, I, I got to tell you, I mean, I've been hurt before for a year, and it when you come back, uh, that's a little different. You're still at the facility. You're injured. But you're at facility, you're in the meetings, you're watching practice. But when you take a whole year and you go do wrestling and you do commercials and then you come back and play on the team and goes to the Super Bowl, that's incredible. I got tremendous respect for him. Uh, what a great player. Where do you think he ranks amongst the top tight ends of all time? That's a good question. There are a bunch of good ones out there, but I, I, he's definitely a Hall of Famer in, in my mind. I, I, a lot of people's mind. That, that's going to happen. When you start ranking those guys, you know, Tony Gonzalez, I mean, just shattered every record out there. And Shannon Sharp, uh, great players. I'm, I know I'm going to leave some people out. Uh, and some of the guys already, you know, Mike Ditka, uh, some of the guys in the Hall of Fame. But this current, these, it's going to be interesting in the next few years, some of these guys that um, are up for the Hall of Fame at, at the tight end position. Because the numbers, back in the day, if you, if you had a 50-catch season, that, that's leading the league. 
and 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 Travis Kelsey had fifty after eight games. <laughs> about 12 touchdowns i was watching some special they did on harold carmichael yesterday and they said he led the league with 68 catches i'm like what <laughs> i see there i yeah. mean these offenses it's I, I will say it's the rule changes i mean they, they're gonna call pass interference now if they touch you or something but um people used to hold all the time and there's a lot more contact and you just kind of grinded the game out you just you had a game plan you're gonna run run pass and it's totally opposite now. It's wide open, one-on-one matchups. It's always been one-on-one matchups, but just seems like the, the the rule changes and the way people are playing defense and the way they're tackling, it's uh, it's a little more easy to score points. Yeah. So they got another great tight end who was just drafted into the NFC South and Kyle Pitts. What do you think of him? Oh, wow. I watched him uh, play Ole Miss this last year uh, down in the Grove, and uh, he took over the game. I mean, there's just no one could cover him with his big body. Uh, he can run. He's got great hands, and he's good after the after the catch. So I expect he's going he's going to start the NFC South. I uh, played in it a long time. He, uh, he he's you know he's he's going to put up some numbers over there with the Falcons. So that's that's going to be. I, I, it doesn't surprise me the Falcons picked him because the Panthers are. I think the next pick are two down. Yeah, a couple and, down. Um, and 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 I I know they would have chosen him if he was there. But, uh, he's going to be a great player in the league. I can't wait to see how he grows. He's just a, the new prototype, I call him. He's just a – he's lean. He's, he's got long arms, reach. He can run. Uh, he's great out in space. And it's going to be – he's going to be a, a force to deal with. I can't wait. I can't wait for the season. Um, and then with – I don't know if you've seen – they have these, these – um, Greg Kittle – or not Greg – George Kittle. I don't call him Greg. Yeah. George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, and a couple of the uh, – I think Greg Olson. There's something that this tight end – Summit, have you seen this? You seen this? No, I haven't seen all that. the top tight ends. They're all going to start training in Nashville during their own thing. I think they're trying to kind of like they're kind of like unionizing because they're tired of getting kind of like left behind on contracts compared to wide receivers, and they're kind of I guess elevating it to it's almost like a union. So it's, it's really it. it's really interesting what they're doing. That all the top tight ends in the league are all they're all doing this old training thing. It's, it's pretty interesting. Well, that, that's that's great. Yeah. All those are great guys. You know, they used to have a quarterback club. I'm glad that the tight end position has become prominent enough now to have a tight end club. I, I, li I like it. Do you think this it's is good. one of this is one of kind of like the eras of the tight end position? Do you think this is like one of the or do you think what do you think about that concept? Well, you know, when you say great players, you're asking about the, the great players playing right now. I mean, yeah. Travis Kelsey is just, uh, um, I mean, he's so productive. Everybody knows he's gonna get the, he's gonna get the ball, and that guy is one of the best route runners out there. Uh, I don't leave out George Kittle. He was hurt this last year. I like the way he plays. He plays hard. And he's fierce on the football field, and and there 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 are a few guys across the league. I mean, there's up and coming young athletic tight ends. Um, a lot of times, I just I, I watch a game, and and I don't even know the tight end's name. I'm just watching these guys and and seeing how athletic, and I'm impressed with all of them. So, but you know, it, it's good that Greg Olson. Look, I mean, he put up three one thousand yard seasons in a row. Uh, which is hard to do as a wide receiver, much less a tight end. In fact, I don't know if anyone's ever done that. So um, you got to give kudos to when the guys are, are that productive, that athletic, and uh, perform like they do. Then, then it's it's uh, it's fun to watch. If you're if you're starting up a franchise and you can take your pick at, at either uh, George Kittle or Travis Kelsey, you can either take that kind of like that blocking machine who's you know he's going to get down dirty, or you got Kelsey who can give you easily 11, 1200 yards a season. Who would you rather take? I I won't take Kelsey. No, no offense to George Kittle, and I, love, I still love the 49ers. But you know what Kelsey does best with, and it's a perfect combination with Patrick Mahomes. They, they, I bet you that if they call ten plays, 
eight of them end up being some kind of broken version of the play. He may get covered. He may get cut off. Patrick may uh, scramble. He may come off a second read. He's not the primary read. He may be the second or third read, and, and Mahomes is going through his his read tree, and and he can improvise. And all of them, he's such he's the best improviser I've seen out there. I mean, it's just hard to cover that guy, especially when Mahomes gets out in space. And people's kind of you got two two threats. You got a running threat. And you got a guy Kelsey can catch and run too, and he's he's really the best at it. Um, Washington just got uh, Curtis Samuel, who spent the past couple of years in Carolina. What, what have you liked from his game that you think he can do in D.C.? Yeah, I actually played golf with Coach Rivera the other day. And, uh, and, and you know, there's already uh, not animosity. Coach Coaches picked up a few of the Panther players, yeah. some of the They're taking the everybody. They took the whole front office. They're taking everybody. He's taking everybody. If, if he didn't get them, Buffalo got them up there with Brandon Bean uh, and the head coach there, I just dropped his name. But anyway. Uh, oh, McDermott, John McDermott. Yeah, yeah. What a great guy coach he is, too. So they all kind of came through with Ron and in there. So, and, and and Ron, I don't think he'd mind me telling this. He said, I couldn't believe he's available. Couldn't believe Curtis Samuel was available. Um, and they went after him and got him. He's a great player. Uh, they drafted him. They know more about him than anybody. Coach Fair does. He's going to make a big uh, contribution to the Redskins or to the to the Washington football team. I still slip up too. I don't. <laughs> they need a new name. They got a. They got a new name. People are gonna, they need a new name. Um, and then with the Panthers last year, obviously first year head coach Matt Rule kind of had a different roster to kind of put together, kind of maneuvered his way, made some moves um, in the offseason, bringing in Sam Darnold. What did you think of their their season as a whole last year, and what are you excited about for for twenty twenty one? You know, I, you know Teddy Bridgewater. I thought he played well early in the year. Uh, uh, they signed him to a three year contract. I. I, I I didn't see an issue with keeping him, but I, it was interesting that, that Sam Darnold became available. And I, I, and I get it. I, if I was a, a president or GM, I'm looking at upside potential. And, and I just think there's a little more upside to Sam Darnold. I know he hasn't been that successful in New York. And, um, uh, but at the same time, he's only 24 years old. And if you kind of looked at it, someone told me this, and I won't quote the guy, but I, it made sense to me. He says, look, if this kid was a, a rookie coming out in this year's draft, as deep as it was with quarterbacks, that he would still be a first-round pick if he came out at 24. So you, you, so you just – we got a first-round pick is what we got and uh, here in the Panthers. And and Teddy's is somewhere where he's going to step in. He's going to step in and play anywhere. He's really good. I don't know Teddy, but I, well, I love the way he competes. And, I, and he's going to do great out in Denver. So for the Panthers, we got good receivers. You know, we got D.J. Moore. We got Christian McCaffrey coming back. We just signed a new tight end. We've got Ian Thomas on the roster as a tight end. I'm leaving out some receivers, but I can tell you um, we're going to be better. And and Coach Rule is he's we don't have to win. We don't have to win 14 games next year. Uh, we just need to be better than we were last year. I think this team is going to continue to get better and better. And you never know. You get on a hot streak at the end of the season, we might might get into the playoffs. That's what I'm hoping. You think people are overlooking the defense? They made some moves. I know they grabbed J.C. Horn in the first round. They made a couple moves. Brought in some. I think they brought in uh, one of the linebackers from the Chargers, and they've kind of yeah. moved upgrading that defense a little bit. Yeah, I think we got a, a steal of the defensive ends out of Arizona, and uh, we we kind of made some changes on the interior part of the line. Some of those guys are not there anymore, and we up kind of brought in some new folks. But but the, the Horn kid, uh, Joe Horn's son. I don't know. He may be uh, from Mississippi. I know George spent some time in Mississippi. Or Joe did. Joe spent some time over there. My aunt used to be the driver's license um, 
lady at the DMV and she, she, she'd call me every time Joe Horn would come in there and get his, his driver's license. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm pulling for him. And I thought it was impressive. A very, uh, I, I was surprised that they chose a defensive back. Everybody was saying they're going to get off his lineman. Uh, if, if, and they chose him and man, after I watched the film and, uh, and, and read the statistics he had against the top sec receivers, and there's some really good ones, especially some at Ole Miss, he did a heck of a job. So that guy was a good pick. Uh, you know, our defense is going to be upgraded because of him. It's going to give uh, him, you know, more time for the guys to get to the pass rush, to the passer. Our pass rush should get better. We, I think we're going to be surprisingly better on defense. And and we get Christian McCaffrey back, that alone, we should be better. Yeah. And with Ole Miss, I know, because I know I, so, uh, I've had uh, Archie Manning on, um, and he was, he, he really likes this quarterback they have. Do you t- what, what are you seeing out of him? Matt Corral can spin it. I, when I say you can spin it, I mean, he throws a beautiful pass, strong arm, heck of a competitor. Um, he, you know, he's had a couple bad games, and he'll be the first to admit, you know, he, he has. But he's good. He's, he's going to play on Sunday. Uh, we always seem to have a, a, a whole host of receivers we can throw to. We lost A.J. Moore. We've got two or three guys going to step in and fill his shoes. I don't think anybody can replace him by themselves. Uh, we got a good tight end that showed up in that bowl game against Indiana. Jim Kelly's nephew. Oh, I don't know. Uh, that. Yeah, his, his nephew's on the roster over there. Uh, so he uh, he's going he's going to contribute. We got some other tight ends. We actually use the tight end in college football. Not a lot of teams do. I'm always proud of that. Coach Kiffin's the best play caller in the game. Uh, we're excited about what he the excitement he brought to our program last year, five and five uh, in a COVID shortened season. I've already got every home game penciled on my calendar, Zach. I'm going to be there. <laughs> you think they can make some noise this year? I do. I mean, you know, we, we play Alabama. I mean, it's just, we play Alabama uh, and Auburn away. Uh, we do have LSU at home. I think we have A&M at home this year too. Um, and, and Arkansas, but, you know, it's it's going to be hard to beat Alabama. Uh, and Auburn's – we got a chance. We had a chance last year to beat Auburn. Had a chance to beat Alabama. Um, so, who knows? At, at SEC West, we play LSU at home. That That's going to be a great game. And, and we always give them a hard game regardless of where it is. But we, we, we think we can win that game. Are there any Ole Miss guys that were drafted uh, a couple weeks ago that you really like the fits where they landed? Uh, you, you know, uh, I, I was, I was surprised that AJ Brown went, I mean, not AJ Brown. Goodness gracious, DJ. Uh, uh, what's our receiver, <laughs> man. I'm having a seat, a senior moment here today. Our best receiver, Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Yeah. Elijah Moore. He, uh, he, he you know, uh, in the second round, somebody, they got a steal. I think he's, uh, I'm not sure where he went. Maybe, uh, he goes to the Jets. Possibly. I think it, yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. Well, anyway, whoever got him in the second round has got a heck of a football player. Uh, Elijah Moore's a great young man, too. Uh, we just didn't have a lot drafted this year from Ole Miss, I believe. I'm leaving out somebody. But we got a lot of guys in the league. We got, there's several guys on the Panthers right now from Ole Miss. So, uh, always try to keep up with those guys wherever they go in the league. We yeah. start Googling here. What did you think of all, all the rookie quarterbacks that went in the first round this year? Is anybody you like to fit maybe outside of Trevor Lawrence? 
No, they're also talented. I think, um, you know, we knew Trevor's – everybody knew he was going first to Jacksonville. Um, There's just so many, so many good ones. Uh, The kid from Alabama is a competitor too. It's uh, it's good. I mean, that's good for football, getting young quarterbacks in there, uh, top of the draft class. It was was kind of exciting to watch all that happen on draft day this year. It was uh, very interesting to see the teams who were going to trade up and like the 49ers did to get that guy. Um, it's just a lot of change at that position is going to happen over the next couple of years with these really good, talented quarterbacks coming out of college. And I just got one, one last question for you. Um, so we have a former Heisman Trophy winner, a former NFL quarterback who's been out of the league for eight years, now trying to play tight end in Jacksonville and Team Tebow. <laughs> what do you think of this whole situation? Do you think he can, he can make it? Do you think he'll do it? Well, you know, I, I think I think he makes it uh, some way, makes that roster because Tim Tebow – is a heck of a competitor. I know he's older, but I always thought he'd be a good tight end. I, even when he was playing quarterback, even at Florida, I was like, man, I don't know if that guy's going to make it in the league, but he, if he, he could be a really good tight end. And, but he made it as a quarterback. So that, that kind of uh, competitor, he, 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 he has something to contribute. He, I think he's skilled enough that he, he might have a chance. You know, Kelvin Benjamin just got moved. He, yeah. he was a receiver nice. here with the Panthers. Yeah, the that guy was, when I, first, when I first saw him, I said, now that that guy is, is a good-looking tight end. He said, no, he's our new receiver. And I'm like, wow, well, I think he's going to probably make a big difference, too, at that position. He can, if he if he's, can run still, I'm sure he can, but big, big body. So, yeah, I'd like to see. I mean, Tebow is doing something that no one's been able to do. I mean, that's, that's, he's got to, all the odds are stacked against him, but I think that guy performs better when, when it's like that, when the odds are against him. He's trying to impress and try to prove people he can do it. So good luck to him, Tebow. With Calvin, that that rookie season, he was phenomenal. What did you see out of him that kind of gave you optimism? Maybe he could parlay it with the Giants. Spend some time. Uh, who was that, Zach? Uh, Calvin, Calvin Benjamin oh. in, his, in his first season. Oh. What did you see out of him? Oh yeah. Oh hey, look, I, I think that guy. You know, at tight end, he's big enough to he can bruise around, bang off people. Um, I, I, you know, I, I can't wait to see what, how you. Some receivers would probably be thinking that would be a uh, insult. Okay, I can't. I'm not fast enough now to play a receiver. You want me to play a tight end? Honestly, some people are built better to be a tight end than a receiver, and that's Kelvin Benjamin. He he just fits the position better, if you ask me, at, at tight end. So I wouldn't be surprised that guy has a, a great year. I mean, it's going to take him some time to get down in that three point stance, try to handle some of these defensive ends and those linebackers. But it, he'll he'll figure it out. He's a great athlete. Awesome, awesome. Well, that's really all the questions. Really happy. We appreciate you taking time. Always a pleasure having you on. I can't. They need to move the football season up. I don't know how they're going to do it, but like, I don't know what we're supposed to do for the next four months. Yeah, I don't need. I don't, I don't, I don't need the Zach. I don't know. It's, it's, they could film. They could film mini camp right now. I think they're doing these OTAs in mini camp. I'll probably watch it. <laughs> <laughs> anything, anything. That's I, good. I said to my roommate, what if they did like they brought week one and did it in June and then just had the regular season back and started in September, just get everybody excited, do one game a week up until then, and then you just kind of get rolling. They said it's not going to happen. <laughs> well, they do have – is the extra game this year? Is it 17 games There's the extra year? game, but they took, they took away the yeah. – well, nobody's watching preseason, but they yeah. threw a 17 yeah. game in, so that's going to be interesting too, and then so maybe the, num- the numbers will be a little bit inflated. But I uh, do appreciate having you on. can't wait until football starts back up, but I do, uh, always a pleasure. Hey, Zach, always a pleasure, man. Hey, you tell Elijah Moore, I'm sorry I forgot his name. I'll talk to you. <laughs> I will do.